Podcast Help Desk number 19 for May 16th, 2014. This is the Podcast Help Desk with your host, Mike Dell. If you have questions about podcasting, how it works, how to set up your website or RSS feed, drop Mike a voice message at podcasthelpdesk.com or email your question to podcasthelpdesk at gmail.com. You can even tweet your question by using the hashtag podcasthelpdesk. The Podcast Help Desk is now open. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever the case may be. I am Mike, and this is the Podcast Help Desk. And I know at the beginning there I said it was the 16th of May, but really this is the 15th of May. I'm recording it on Thursday, which is normally my recording day. It's either Wednesday or Thursday. But uh, a lot of times I have a hard time not putting it out. So you may indeed be listening to this still on the 15th. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, you should uh, know that about me. I, I, once I have something done, I don't like to uh, to uh, keep it bottled up. And today, I just kind of wanted to take a few minutes and reintroduce myself, you know, and, and this show, what this show's about. So I've had a lot of new listeners that have uh, joined in the last few weeks that might not have gone back to the old podcasting tech coach intro show that I did, uh, episode zero. But anyway, we're going to just do a little bit of background on me and and what I've done in podcasting. First off, who am I? Well, I am Mike Dell. I know I'm not the guy that started Dell Computer Company, but you're the one that's been podcasting for about nine years on various shows. I'm located here in northern Michigan, actually Traverse City. And uh, I do my show from the basement of an old log cabin in a squeaky desk chair along the shores of Lake Michigan up here in the woods. <laughs> so I'm not even not even in a, uh, a super populated area. So that's the, the beauty of this. Uh, as long as you got an internet connection or one that you can get to uh, periodically, you can podcast. Anyway, I started my first podcast, which was called The Benzoid Report. Everybody wonders, what the heck's benzoid? Well, it's some sort of drug I found out later, but uh, that's not what I was talking about. Uh, I'm, I am I was originally, uh, when I started podcasting, was originally living in Lake Ann, which is a little town west of Traverse City, even deeper in the woods. And it's in a county called Benzie County. And uh, the locals over there call themselves benzoids. So that's that's where that name came from. I have since changed the name of that, and it's still going. Uh, It's over 200 episodes, and I do it periodically. So, you know, I might do one a month, and then there might be another another month where I do five, and then it'll go three months, and I won't do any. And that's that's just my personal audio blog sort of thing. If you're interested in that, it's at MikeDell.com, and it's now called Mike Dell's World. That made more sense than the Benzoid Report. But anyway, I started out using a, a little $10 headset microphone. It was the cheapest little thing, and I plugged it right into the uh, mic in and uh, headphone jack on the on this old 
not old. It was new at the time, but now it's really old. And it still works, but an old Dell laptop. And boy, did that sound like crap. But I have, obviously, I've, I've upped my game a little bit here. The second podcast show that I did, uh, I did with a co-host. It was called the Ham Radio Pod Class. And I'm a ham radio operator, have been for almost 25 years now. Let me figure that out. It might be more than that. Yeah, it's more than 25. Wow, that's crazy. But anyway, I've been a ham for a while. And there, a long time ago, and still to this day, and, and he's since got into podcasting, but at the time, uh, Gordon West was putting out audio tapes, cassette tapes, and I guess CDs probably then. Uh, this wasn't really that long ago. It was 2004, 2005. But we decided that we needed to put out a freebie one, uh, you know, to, to get people their ham radio license in the U.S. And it went over really well. I got a little publicity at the time Adam Curry was uh, taking promos on his show. And they got on a few other popular shows, uh, Trucker Tom show, which was fairly popular then, and I guess still is just as popular, but there's a whole lot more podcasts out there. But anyway, so we got a fair amount of uptake of people wanting to learn how to uh, get their ham radio license. And uh, we did uh, a couple iterations of it. We did one for the technician class license. We did one for the general class license. And then the FCC went and changed all the questions and tests. So we went back and redid the technician and redid the general, and we started on the extra class. And you know, between jobs and this and that and the other thing, we kind of let it drop. And stuff's still available. There'll be a link on the on the website if you want to listen to the last iteration of the uh, technician and general class. Uh, not that the questions will be relevant anymore, but uh, the information's still good. And it's still out there. It's not out there as a podcast. I just put all the files on a, on a website. And that's over at geekofthenorth.com slash ham dash class dash files. But like I said, there'll be a link in the show notes. And a little bit later, my wife and I did a podcast called Strange Today, which was a daily podcast about strange history. It lasted, you know, three, four, five minutes. It was just kind of a, a list of the strange stories in the news for for that day through history. Uh, and it's it was a lot of work. We pulled it off. Uh, we did a daily, uh, daily podcast. I had a few guest hosts. I would send scripts to uh, people and... You know, and they would record it and send it back to me, and I'd put that out on the on the assigned day. <clears throat> I think we had, and then we had a guy do the weekend. So you know, wife and I did Fridays or Monday through Fridays mostly, and then on the weekends we had another guy do it, and then on certain days uh, we had uh, guest hosts. It was kind of fun, you know. Had a lot of different podcasters on there, but. I don't recommend doing a daily show. That is just way too much work, even for a little five-minute thing. But uh, it lasted for about a year, and uh, and I don't have any idea where any of those files are. I, I'd kind of like to dig those out if I could find them, but uh, I may have them on a hard drive around here somewhere. And if I do, maybe at some point I'll put it back out because the, the history didn't change. Uh, so, you know, might be a, I could 
just queue up a whole uh, whole year of dailies, uh, you know, recycled from several years ago. But and then uh, <clears throat> I te- attempted another daily podcast. Didn't learn the first time. And uh, it was called Aviation History Today, and it was the same sort of thing, uh, where I took events in aviation history and did a little five-minute deal. And then later on, you know, not too far into it, I said, oh, let's make it a weekly. I'll just, you know, call it Aviation History This Week, and I'll, I'll read the whole week's worth. And that ended up being, you know, I don't know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And uh, did that for quite a while and then gave up on that one. You know, they come and go. That's how it works in podcasting sometimes. When you uh, sort of run out of things to talk about, you uh, don't podcast. Of course, with uh, talking about podcasting, there's always something to talk about. And let's see, the last, uh, not the last one. Eh, Yeah, I guess that is the last one. Uh, Because I have done more, I think. But that's the main list. But the the last one that I just recently podfaded was uh, Geek of the North. And that one, I still got the website up, and uh, and the podcast is still available. I just haven't been producing any more episodes. That's over at geekofthenorth.com. But I was trying to trying to do something similar to uh, what uh, Jeff Powers does over at Geekazine or Todd Cochran at, uh, at uh, Geek News Central, and you know a few others that do you know a weekly uh, geek tech show. And I just didn't have the passion for it. Uh, you know, I, I do enjoy you know, talking about tech and geekery and stuff, but I think I'm much better as a guest on somebody else's podcast when uh, when that comes up, which uh, I have done quite a few of those. So that's kind of my history in, you know, doing shows myself. But what makes me qualified to give you advice? Well, it's quite likely that if there's a mistake that could be made in podcasting, I've made it. And if I didn't make it myself, I'm sure I've helped somebody somewhere undo that same mistake. So, you know, you name it, I've probably done it. And, uh, you know, it's not that I'm any smarter than anybody else. It's just I've gone to the school of hard knocks. And that's, you know, now I I know what worked best for me and what didn't work for me. And I also know lots of other successful podcasters that that uh, have done certain things that I haven't quite done yet, but uh, working on it. But uh, And on top of that, uh, for five years now, I've been the tech support guy for Raw Voice Tech Podcast Network and Blueberry, and for a while they're podcaster news, but uh, that has since... Uh, Faded and then come back as a different entity altogether. It's pretty cool. Podcasternews.com. Go check it out. But uh, it's no longer a, a podcast network like uh, Blueberry or Tech Podcasts is. And Raw Voice is the parent company of Blueberry Tech Podcast Network. Uh, but anyways, I've answered thousands and thousands and thousands of questions from podcasters, both about uh, you know Blueberry services and podcasting in general also done a lot of consulting on my own uh, with podcasters and you know I I get paid sometimes to uh, get people out of trouble <clears throat> excuse me I got a little frog in my throat this week so uh, bear with me on the on the throat clearing there I'll try to edit that out but uh, you know me in editing 
So, but yeah, like I said, people pay me to get them out of trouble and it's a whole lot better, I think, uh, to not get in trouble in the first place. Uh, you're certainly welcome to hire me if you'd like, uh, if you want one-on-one. Uh, otherwise, uh, you know, ask the questions in the normal way and we'll cover them here on the show. And, uh, or if you're uh, a Blueberry customer and, and uh, have a question, uh, Use the contact form over there, and chances are I'll be the guy that uh, answers it for you. So <laughs> lots of ways to uh, get advice and and lots of people to get it from. But I hope you uh, consider me. So what's this show all about? Well, you've probably been listening for a while, but maybe not. Maybe, like I said, these I wanted to introduce myself to the new listeners, and thank you very much for for listening. And please subscribe if you're not already. But about two years ago, I started this, and of course, I started it as the uh, podcasting tech coach show, and uh, it kind of fizzled and sputtered along there for almost two years, and just a little while back, I uh, said, darn it, I'm going to make that one go, and I rebranded it to the podcast help desk. It gives me a little more latitude of what to talk about. Instead of just talking about techie, geeky stuff all the time, I can actually talk about uh, the production of podcasts, the news, you know, if there's something big in the news, but anyway, I, I, I'm going to take, uh, you know, I take questions here, uh, sometimes, sometimes I don't, you know, it just depends. It's all always going to be something relevant to starting and or maintaining your podcast. And that's, uh, that's what I'm here for. So let's see. Uh, I had some notes here, uh, you know, there's lots of podcasts about podcasting. That's the other thing. You know, who needs another podcast about podcasting? Well, I do. <laughs> you know, all those guys that are doing them now, they're, they're all great. And all their advice is uh, pretty much on track. Although I have some opinions about certain things that other people have differing opinions about. But I'm going to tell you from my point of view. And Dave Jackson's going to tell it from his point of view. And and Cliff Ravenscraft's going to tell you from his point of view, and so on and so on down the line. Uh, yeah, sorry if I didn't name everybody. I usually name it Daniel J. Lewis. Jeez, uh, uh, you know, see, I, I draw blanks. So if, if I didn't name you, it doesn't mean I don't listen or, or don't think your stuff is valuable. <laughs> but I just say there's lots of them, but none of them from my perspective. And so that's that's why I'm here. And you know. Th- most people that listen to podcasts about a certain subject listen to a lot of podcasts about that certain subject. But like I said, if I, uh, I, I don't know, I, I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm the professional here cause I'm more of a hobbyist, you know, or I don't know, not quite obvious, a hobbyist. I'm, I'm more than a hobbyist, but I do understand the hobby podcaster cause that's what I did for so long. And, you know, I'm not saying I'm a, a pro either, you know, I, I make a little, little on the side here for, you know, various uh, things I do. And if I throw some ads in here, I make a little bit from that and, and, and all that, but you know, I'm not going to get rich and I'm not going to teach you how to get rich podcasting. There's other guys out there that claim to be able to do that and, you know, more power to them. Great. Excellent. Wonderful. But I've formed lots of strong opinion, opinions about how this should be done. And since I'm not representing anyone but myself, I feel I can share them with you. I'm sure there's others out there that'll disagree with me on certain things, and I disagree with them on certain things. That's okay. 
And I also hope to have them on this show. You know, we kind of cross-promote one another. Uh, I've been on uh, several other podcasts about podcasting, and I'm sure uh, I'll get some of the hosts of those shows to come here, and we can debate things like feed burner or de- debate things, uh, you know, that we may disagree about and uh, get, give you their point of view on that. You know, why don't you make up your own mind? Not saying I'm the only way. I'm saying that I'm, or my my way is is a is a good way. Maybe not the good way, but a good way. <laughs> and one last time, yes, I do work for Blueberry, but this is not the official Blueberry podcast. It's my podcast, and it's my opinion. So anyway, thanks for letting me introduce myself and my show again. Uh, for those of you that are new. Glad you, uh, you're here. And I'm going to do something a little bit different tonight. Uh, since I'm going back to re- reintroduce myself, I'm going to go back to episode one, and I'm going to play a segment that I uh, played there. It's the uh, eight things you should do to make your first show a good show. So anyway, enjoy that. We'll catch you next week. I've got uh, eight things, and not in any particular order, but eight things you should do to make your first episode, and all your other episodes, a good one. But, you know, more for the first episode. You know, if you're just starting out in podcasting, you know, you don't know exactly how things are going to turn out, you know, with this microphone or that mixer or this and that and the other. And this really isn't going to get too much into the technical side of things. We'll cover all that in future episodes. But, uh, you know, the first step of anything is to get all your equipment together, get your software figured out, uh, test all your, uh, your setup, make sure your uh, mic is set to a decent level, and make sure, you know, everything is just working. Um, you know, you don't want to finally get down to record your show and, oh my gosh, the... Uh, the mixer's not set up right, or the, or, you, or if you don't have a mixer, you know, the microphone's not right, or how come this driver's not working, and, you know, then you spend, you know, two, next two hours, you know, messing with the software and all that when you were ready to record. That kind of screws up your mojo, uh, I guess would be the, a good way of putting it, but, you know, that basically, just make sure you got everything together that you're going to need. Uh, when you finally sit down to record. Uh, the second thing, like I said, these are in no particular order. Uh, you know, they're they're just a basic guideline. And, you know, I know this is going to be a more technical series of podcasts, or, or a new this show is going to be a series of more technical issues. But uh, I figured right out at the beginning, we'll, we'll, go, we'll start at the beginning. And, you know, the beginning part is first getting your, your first show recorded and all that and, you know, what goes into a good show. So the number two thing that in, in my list here is relax. Just remember, this isn't like radio or television. You can re-record it as many times as you want. In fact, this, I think, is probably the third time I started this, but uh, that was more to do with uh, getting my little uh, intro such as it is in the right spot and, and maybe it's not and that's going to evolve over time but uh figured i would throw a little musical element in, in at the beginning there 
and maybe I'll throw something in at the end. I don't know. Uh, in the future, probably not this show because, uh, you know, it's an evolving process. But, you know, the whole big thing is just to relax. You're, you're not uh, talking to thousands of people at the time you're talking. Now, thousands of people may download it in the future and listen to you. And so, you know, that's something to think about, but it's not something you need to be nervous about. Uh, they're going to listen to you and they're going to realize you're human. Be yourself, you know, relax, don't be nervous. And just remember, you can edit it. And that's a good thing. The the goal, of course, would be not to have to edit, but if you want to, you can. Another uh, good thing to do, uh, such as I did here with my outline, is have your subject outline for the episode. You know, unless you're a completely free-form podcast, and I do one of those, uh, just my little audio blog over at MikeDell.com, and that one's totally free-form. I flip the mic on, and I got a general idea what I want to talk about, but uh, it could go anywhere from there. But if you're podcasting on a particular subject and especially a particular topic on that subject, such as today, recording your first episode or getting ready to record your first episode, uh, just have it outlined. Have, you know, some key points. I mean, you don't have to do a script. I mean, you know, when most people, when they're reading off of a, a page, they, they sound like they're reading. And, you know, that's not authentic. You know, I, I read a little bit and I, you know, then I do outlines and then you know, I kind of expand on the, the outlines. And I'm not saying mine's the best way or the only way, but it is the way I do it. And that was number three, having your subject outlined. Uh, you know, I guess the bottom line is just, just have a, a good idea of what you're going to talk about. Uh, you know, you don't even have to write it down if you don't want to. Uh, on the technical side, make sure you uh, hit record and test out all your audio levels. And if you're bringing music in, make sure that's at the right level. Make sure everything's all set up before you uh, commit to recording the whole episode. There's nothing worse than you know getting 30 minutes into an episode and you, ah, finally I'm done. You hit stop and realize you didn't hit record, or that the audio is out. You know, make sure it's recording and make sure that, you know, everything's set up right before you commit to the, to the recording. And along that same lines, number five in my list of eight things that you should do to prepare for your first episode is make sure you set up your environment. Uh, you know, get someplace quiet. Uh, make sure it's a, a good time to, to record. You know, make sure the dogs are fed and happy. They've been out got dogs so they're not going to be barking and whining if you got a cat such as i have in the studio right now uh, try to keep him quiet and off mic i mean you know it adds character of course to have some of those elements in there but if you're not intending to have those elements in there uh you know you really can't fix it uh, in post Uh, the best way to record is to try to get everything nice and quiet and at the right levels the first time that way you don't have to do any heroic noise removal and, and major editing i remember when i first started out podcasting i of course had my little personal podcast that that goes on but uh, i had uh, another one that i did with a friend of mine called the ham radio pod class and it's where we taught all the stuff you needed to know to pass your ham radio exam in the united states 
And I was ultra picky. I was taking out all the ums and, and, you know, any little sniffle or, you know, any, any background noise. So, I mean, it, I'm sure those first few episodes were really, really hard to listen to. And as I got better at it, I, I got a little better at uh, making sure it was quiet, make sure the furnace wasn't running when I was, or the air conditioning, you know, where, where it was blowing on the microphone and make sure there wasn't any buzzing something or another's in the background or fans or whatever. And along on the technical side, there's a piece of equipment that you can add to your audio chain when you get a little more advanced that uh, really help reduce that kind of stuff. But we'll go into that. If you want to look ahead, it's a, it's a audio compressor limiter gate, a uh, little device that uh, you put in line with your mixer. and Or actually, it's a little more technical than that to hook it up. But you know, once you get that set up nice, you know, like when I stop talking, to hear that, it's completely silent. That's uh, because of the noise gate. So any any noise in the room, you know, of course, would come through with my voice. But anyway, but you can do a lot of that by just, you know, picking your environment. Um, I, I knew some people that would go inside their coat closet, literally, with a microphone. And they would, you know, be surrounded with, with clothes and coats in, in the closet. And, and that was a real effective way of, of keeping the sound down. Uh and along that same lines, the number six is don't be overly picky. As I was saying with my ham radio class, I was super, super picky. And we'd have a 45-minute episode, and it would take me four hours to edit out all the ums and sniffles and get the audio leveled and you know between the two hosts. And it was just, you know, it was a lot of uh, post-edit. And now I don't worry so much. I mean, as long as the audio quality is decent, it's not offensive. You don't have a lot of noises. You don't have a lot of dogs barking and cats meowing and, and all that stuff. It sounds pretty decent. So, like I said, just don't be overly picky on your first few episodes. You're, you're going you're gonna to sound like it's your first few episodes. You know, I've been doing this for a while, so my first episode's probably not going to be too terrible. But it will still improve, even if you're an old hat at it. But especially if you're new, you know, your first episode's gonna gonna sound not as good as your tenth episode, not as good as your twentieth episode, and so on. You know, the more you do, the the more relaxed you'll get with it, the 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 less picky you'll get. And, you know, the best advice I can give you is don't be so picky right from the begin beginning, you know. It's it's I don't know, it's kinda of fun for me. I, I go back and listen to some of my first episodes and unfortunately I've I've lost the uh, probably the first 50 episodes I ever did of of uh, the Benzoid report that turned into Mike Dell's world that's uh, now just my audio blog but you know back in uh, 2005 I was recording into a little boom headset mic plugged into a Dell laptop that had a buzz on it all the time and then later on I thought I'd get all professional and I went and got a condenser microphone well, anybody that knows uh, anything about microphones, and I, w I will have an episode about that, uh, picking the right microphone, but a condenser mic is not a wise choice to begin with uh, if you're in any sort of a noisy environment. Now, if you could have the perfect studio where there's absolutely no noise and you've got, you know, acoustic treatments on the walls and, you know, just like a recording booth, 
a condenser mic will sound awesome. And a condenser mic's also good, you know, for out in the field when you want to uh, have ambiance, I guess. Uh, but like I said, we'll go into all that in future episodes. I want to keep this first one sort of short and to the point. But okay, seven. Once you've done your recording, listen all the way through. I know you probably don't want to hear yourself drone on about whatever you were talking about, but make sure nothing went wrong with it. You know, make sure everything sounds decent. But like I said, as back in in uh, number six, there don't be overly picky. But you know, make sure that the recording didn't skip somewhere along the line, or or you got some new buzz that you didn't have when you were testing. You know, there's nothing worse than putting out an episode and then having uh, 20 emails saying, "Hey, uh, a whole 10 minutes was cut out of the middle of that," or, "Or what's that buzzing sound you got there?" or, "Man, you know, the the voice was so low, and then when you played that song, it blew my eardrums out." So just you know, make sure it sounds good. You know, listen all the way through. You know, if you can uh, afford to spend an hour recording your podcast you can spend another one uh, listening to it before you uh, subject the rest of us to it <laughs> but like i said that's happened to me so i know that's you know something you just never know what's going to go wrong now i i've got some good tips and tricks on how to make sure that doesn't happen and that's the type of thing we're going to cover in future episodes and last but not least have fun you know, even if you're uh, podcasting for for business reasons, you still need to have fun. That's what it's all about. This is, you know, something that if you're not having fun, you're not going to keep at it. And, you know, the whole idea of having a successful podcast is to stay with it. Keep podcasting. You know, I know there's going to be days when you don't feel like it, but, uh, you know, have some enthusiasm for it. Uh, you know, if you're talking about a subject that you're not really passionate about, you know, people are going to hear that and be yourself. You know, don't, uh, you know, don't try to be, you know, Mr. Radio DJ guy. You know, I, I, <laughs> I hear so many people that just try to force it. They try to force the, uh, you know, I'm a radio DJ guy and, and all that. And, you know, what I like about podcasting as a listener is the authenticity. And that's why, you know, back when I said, don't be so picky, it's, you know, some of the little flub ups make it, uh, make it just that more personable. And, you know, if you don't know how to pronounce a word and you have to do it 16 times, well, you know, unless you're doing something that's super scientific where it's really important that you pronounce the word right, just leave it in there. You know, don't over edit. But like I said, the whole thing about it is have fun. Don't make it drudgery. You know, it, you know, there are, like I said, there's going to be times when you don't feel like podcasting. I mean, I get that way. And what I'm doing to combat that is on days where I feel like podcasting, I'm going to, you know, record ahead a few shows, especially with this podcast, because I can do that. Unless I'm going to have a Q&A show where, you know, it depends on questions coming in. And, you know, then I got to kind of do it, uh, you know, reasonably close to the right time. But, you know... Like I said, don't, don't force it. Don't, uh, you know, don't, uh, you know, don't make it into a job unless, you know, you want to do it professionally and have it be your job. But then again, you know, if it's your job, you still should be passionate about it. Who, who likes to, to work at, at a job that you, you hate? Well, 
you know, don't make this another one of those. If, if you find that you don't like to podcast, well, it's probably better that you don't. You know, put out compelling content. Uh, and, like I said, be yourself. And don't say, like I said so many times, like I said before. <laughs> anyway, well, that's going to do it for uh, this one as far as the, the meat and potatoes. If you have questions about podcasting, how it works, how to set up your website or RSS feed, drop Mike a voice message at podcasthelpdesk.com or email your question to podcasthelpdesk at gmail.com. You can even tweet your question by using the hashtag podcasthelpdesk. Thank you for visiting the Podcast Help Desk. See you next week. Everything, everything, that's all, folks.